Hello and welcome in to another edition of the JK Pod. I am your host, Jonathan Kelly. I want to thank you all for joining us on this Monday. So with today being a Monday, we'll of course recap last week's picks as well as recap the NFL slate yesterday um, as well as preview two Monday night games between the Bills and my Titans as well as the Vikings and Eagles. So let's go ahead and get right into it. So on Friday, we had an unbelievable day on our MLB picks. We were a perfect 6 of 6. So that makes us 17 of 25 last week and 68% overall last week. So looking very, very good throughout the season and especially throughout last week. Uh, And those games were the Red Sox, Guardians, Rangers, Braves, Astros, as well as the Mets. So all six winning and a very nice Friday uh, for us there. So with that being said, let's go ahead and preview tonight's picks. Uh, Our first game, we won't give out as a formal pick, but we'll just tell you where we're going as this game is starting now. It's going to be the Twins-Guardians game, and we're going to take the Twins. Uh, so Sonny Gray will be on the mound. He's 8-4 and four with a 2.83 ERA and 23 starts. He has allowed more than two earned in one of his last 10 starts. Uh, so Gray's been really, really good this year, and his record does not do his pitching justice. As for the Guardians, it's going to be Cal Quantrell. He's 12-5 with a 3.51 ERA and 28 starts. And he allowed three earned in his last start against the Angels. Look for a similar stat line this afternoon. And look for the Twins to win a close one in Cleveland. I'm going to say 4-3. to three. And now our three best picks for the evening. It's going to start off with the Seattle Mariners. So for the Mariners, it's going to be Logan Gilbert, who is 12-6 with a 3.19 ERA and 29 starts. And he has not allowed more than two earned since August 14th against the Rangers. As for the Angels, it's going to be Jose Suarez, who's 6-7 with a 3.84 ERA and 17 starts. And he has allowed three earned in three of his last five. Uh, so look for the Mariners to be able to win a close one. I'll say 5-3. Following that, we're going to go ahead and take the Atlanta Braves. So for the Braves, it's going to be Kyle Wright, who's 18-5 with a 3.18 ERA and 27 starts. Uh, He was back to his normal self in his last start against the Giants, only giving up one earned. So look for that to be the case tonight against the Nationals, who will send Corey Abbott to the mound, who's 0-2 with a 4.37 ERA in 13 games six of which are starts, and he's not really stretched out all that much, so look for him to only go three, maybe four innings, and for the Braves to definitely pile up some runs late in this game against the not-so-great Nationals bullpen and be able to pick up a rather easy victory, I'll say six to three. Lastly, we are going to go with the Los Angeles Dodgers. So for the Dodgers, it's going to be Clayton Kershaw, who's eight and three, with a 2-4-4 ERA and 18 starts. He has allowed three earned over 18 innings in his last three starts since being activated off the IL. So just vintage Kershaw every night out. 
Uh, and then for the Diamondbacks, it's going to be Merrill Kelly, who's 12-8 and eight with a 3.01 ERA in 29 starts. And he's allowed at least three earned in four of his last five after being excellent all season up until that. So I think the little rough patch that he's on will continue. And the Los Angeles Dodgers will be able to pick up a rather easy victory tonight. I'll say they win five to two. So those three picks, that's going to be the Seattle Mariners, as well as the Atlanta Braves and Los Angeles Dodgers. Let's go ahead and have a great winning week and a great start to that week uh, starting off tonight. Now let's head over to the association to give you some news and notes before we, or actually let's head over to Major League Baseball, uh, keep the theme going. So Aaron Judge, he's got 58 and 59 the other night. Uh, Triple crown for him is very realistic at this point. Uh, looks pretty good for him. Also, Anthony Rizzo came back to the lineup, uh, and Harrison Bader will be joining the big league club tomorrow. So as the end of the season is coming, the Yankees are getting their reinforcements back. So with Bader back, hopefully Aaron Hicks never sees the field again. Uh, Luis Severino is also short, uh, on the short list of guys to come back very soon. So we need all the help that we can get and all the firepower uh, we can get at this point of the season as well. Also, our guy, Framber Valdez, we've made a lot of money with him over the season. Uh, he has set the MLB single season record with 25 straight quality starts. Very impressive. Uh, this guy is not talked about nearly enough. I feel like no one really talks about him. Uh, so definitely somebody to keep your eyes on uh, throughout the rest of the season and for years to come as well. Also, two notes with the Braves. Ozzy Albies fractured his right pinky finger in his first game back from the IL. It's very difficult for him uh, and a tough loss for the Braves as they're neck and neck with the Mets to win the NL East. Also, the Braves will be visiting the White House. They'll be meeting with President Joe Biden to celebrate them winning last year's World Series. So it seems like that tradition is back on. Uh, also, let's now head over to the association. Uh, Spain won the Eurobasket gold. So congrats to them. Seems like Spain always wins this. Uh, Dennis Schroeder is signing back with the LA Lakers for a one-year $2.64 million deal. Tamika Tormalango, if I said that correctly, uh, she is the NBA PA executive director. And she has said that Robert Sarver should be banned for life. Could not agree with her more. I think eventually... As they see all of the backlash, at some point, he's got to be forced to sell the team. And I think it's got to come uh, sooner rather than later. Uh, also, P.J. Dozier has signed a contract with the Minnesota Timberwolves. So congrats to him after recovering from his injuries. And then lastly, Michael Jordan's last dance jersey from the 1998 NBA Finals has sold for a record $10.1 million at auction. 
Uh, these jerseys, these cards, collectibles, everything, it seems like they just go up and up and up. It's absolutely insane. And as someone who's, uh, I wouldn't say brand new, but newer to the card game, uh, definitely looking to cash in 20, 30 years from now. And uh, hey, if I get a $10 million card, I pray that even it gets me a couple mil. <laughs> I'll be uh, sitting pretty for for a long, long time. Uh, Also in the basketball world, the Las Vegas Aces won the WNBA title. So congrats to first-year head coach Becky Hammond, as well as Asia Wilson, Kelsey Plum, and the rest of the team. A great, great season for the Aces uh, in, in the WNBA. Now let's head over to some other news and notes before we get into the football talk. Uh, Canelo Alvarez defeated Triple G by unanimous decision over the weekend. Also, Jose Aldo is retiring from the UFC at age 36. Aldo is probably one of the pound for pound, one of the best fighters UFC has had, especially over the last 10 years. So congrats to him on a great career in UFC. Also, this just came out about an hour or so ago. Uh, Amani Bates, if anybody remembers Mr. Amani Bates, he was the number one player in his class, reclassified, was a top five player. When he did reclassify, he was on par with Cade Cunningham, Paolo Benchero, and others. Uh, he was actually a r- arrested on gun charges after a traffic stop. Uh and according to the news in Michigan, uh, they stated that Eastern Michigan basketball player Imani Bates was arrested Sunday night and charged with carrying a concealed weapon and alter altering ID marks on a weapon, according to 7 Action News in Michigan. Uh, if you're altering ID marks on a firearm, it's definitely pretty sketchy. Uh, this guy has all the talent in the world. I just wish uh, some of these guys would do the right thing from time to time. Uh, And it's so stupid that it was a traffic stop that that actually led to this. That's usually what happens. It's something so stupid uh, that eventually, you know, gets you got. Uh, That's just the nature of the nature of the world, nature of the beast, as as they say. Uh, So now. Let's head over to college football. A couple of news and notes. Uh, Herm Edwards was actually fired by Arizona State amid an investigation. If anybody doesn't know about that, uh, there's an investigation going on that Herm Edwards was sending improper benefits for recruits. I mean, what school doesn't do that? Like, let's just be realistic here, especially now in the day of NIL and everything else. Uh but the main reason for this is that they're one and two. They haven't looked great. Jaden Daniels transferred. Um, so just not a good situation going on in Arizona State. Another not so great situation is Nebraska. They've now fired their defensive coordinator, uh, Eric Schemender, after a 35-point loss to Oklahoma. And then as for the AP poll, uh, top five remained Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, and Clemson. And my Texas Longhorns down there at 22. And like I've said, I want them to remain down there. 
Uh, I don't want them to think that they deserve being a higher rank after <laughs> losing to Alabama, uh, but they they played much better. Granted, they played UTSA. Uh, not a great opponent, but they had a great second half. And now they will travel to Texas Tech to be able to pick up a win uh, this upcoming Saturday. That game will be at 3.30 on ESPN, so definitely go ahead and check out that. Check out Bijan Robinson, Xavier Worthy, and the rest of the Longhorns. All right, so now let's go ahead and head to the NFL. So the NFL news and notes. So Trey Lance has a broken ankle, and he will undergo surgery. That was a... Very freak thing that happened, and my oh my, are the 49ers glad they didn't trade Jimmy Garoppolo? Uh, he just came in, he's just going to be solid all year for them. And who knows, the 49ers are probably going to make the playoffs again with Jimmy G at the helm. Uh, and then who knows if they get rid of him, try to get rid of him again, if they keep him as a backup. Uh, who the hell knows what's, what's going to happen there in, in San Francisco. Uh, the Jets, Dolphins, and Cardinals had crazy comeback wins. Just seemed like a lot one of those weeks where there's just a lot of crazy things going on. And the first couple weeks, that's going to happen. We really don't know anything in the NFL until week five or six. Uh, once injuries start playing in, once you see these younger guys, there's more film on them. We see what teams are trying to do. Uh, there's, you know, different game plans that come into it. So once we get to week five, week six is when we really, really start to, to know things. We get more data points. Um, and that's the biggest thing. So it'll be interesting to see what transpires here over the next couple weeks. And then looking back on the first three, four weeks of the season compared to the last, say five, six weeks of the season will be drastically, drastically different. Uh, also, Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore, they were tossed in Sunday's game after fighting. Uh, they have since both been suspended for one game. Uh, so the Bucks will be without Evans and the Saints will be without Lattimore. Uh, so just not a good situation on either of them either. Uh, pretty, pretty wild. So now as for the game, so our picks, uh, six of... We're six and seven so far, uh, so hopefully we're able to uh, get both right tonight, and then be able be over five hundred. Uh, so like we said, the Jets beat the Browns in that crazy, crazy game. Joe Flacco went full Baltimore Ravens. Joe Flacco on everyone. Uh, Jared Goff and the Lions. I'm on St. Brown. He is just an absolute freak. Uh, they beat the Commanders. We had the Saints, but the Bucks pulled out the win. Uh, the Giants over the Panthers, Graham Gano for MVP. Uh, the Steelers were unable to beat the Patriots, and both of those teams just look rough, man. Both of their offenses are just rough. At some point, I think the Steelers got to go to Kenny Pickett, but like I said, we won't know really until week six or seven, uh, five, six, seven, to see what's really going to transpire and if Mitchell Trubisky is their quarterback for this year or, or not. The Colts lost to the Jags. The Colts just look absolutely abysmal. I don't understand why all offseason everyone was saying the Colts were just going to walk to the AFC South title. 
all they did was change Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz. And is Matt Ryan really better than Carson Wentz? I don't really know. <laughs> I don't think so. He might be lower, lower risk, lower reward, but uh, they're pretty much about the same these days. Uh, so it is what it is there. Uh, as we said, the Dolphins went ahead and had a crazy comeback over the Ravens. And then pretty chalky, the Rams beat the Falcons, Niners over the Seahawks, Broncos over the Texans, uh, the Cowboys and Cooper Rush uh, defeating Burrow and the Bengals. The Bengals just look terrible. Uh, it might be that year where that Super Bowl loss just hangs over them all season. Uh, but if they start 0-3 or 0-4, people are going to have to start questioning uh, Joe Burrow. And Burrow's really good, but... I don't think he's Mahomes Allen level as people were trying to do last year. Um, but crazy, crazy what's happening over in uh, Cincinnati. Uh, and then the Cardinals had their crazy comeback over the Raiders. Hate to see that. Uh, and then lastly, the Packers beat the Bears. Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears, as we all know. So very easy victory for them. Aaron Jones had an unbelievable game for the Packers. Seems like that's going to be a, a theme moving forward. I think a lot of Jones and Dylan, as that's pretty much the only two guys that seems like Roger Struss uh, on that team. So then we have tonight's two Monday night games. So we've got the Bills and the Titans at 7-15. We're going to take the Bills to win. However, the Titans are going to cover. If you can get 10 points in this game, definitely go ahead and take the Titans plus 10. Uh, for whatever reason, overreaction week one, I get it. Bills looked incredible. Titans looked like crap. As a Titans fan, I know we're not great, but we're also not terrible. Uh, we beat the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Rams last year. They were probably the three best teams in the league. Yeah, last year we did lose to the Jets. Uh, that's just what we do. We play to our competition. We always play one-score games. It's just what we do. Uh, for whatever reason, it's really depressing. It's really annoying. Uh, it's high anxiety every game. It's second-guessing every detail because every time there's it's a three, six, seven-point game, and you're like, if we just change that one thing, we could have won or we could have been right there. Uh, so that's what kind of <laughs> transpires in every Titans game. So don't be surprised if they cover this and they lose by six. So that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with the Bills by six. So I'm going to pick the Bills to win and I'm going to pick the Titans to cover. Uh, and then in the game, an hour and 15 minutes later, it's going to be the Vikings and Eagles at 830. Uh, I'm actually going to take the Vikings to win outright. So the Vikings right now are plus two and a half, according to Bovada. I'm going to go ahead and take the Vikings to win outright. I know. I get it. Kirk Cousins, it's a primetime spot. The bright lights are on. All eyes are watching. There's just no one that can guard just uh, guard Justin Jefferson right now. Dalvin Cook is one of the best running backs in the league. I just think the Vikings have a little too much firepower for the Eagles right now. The Eagles are going to be in the running to win their division. Uh, but I think the Vikings need this game. And I think Cousins to Jefferson is going to be at least they're going to hook up for a touchdown tonight. 
Uh, Cook is going to add another touchdown. So I'm going to take the Vikings outright to win. I think Cousins is tired of all the BS about how he can't win in a big game and how he can't win in a primetime spot. And I think because of that, I think that he's able to overcome that tonight. And I think the Vikings win a close one. Uh, I'm going to say 30 to 27. So that's going to be the Vikings 30, Eagles 27. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts will definitely throw an interception tonight at some point. Uh, I am going to take Dallas Goddard for a touchdown. So it should be a great game. Both of these games should be great. Bills Titans might be uh, a little boring at times because all the Titans do is run the ball. But I think Vikings Eagles uh, has an opportunity to be a very, very exciting game. Uh, So outside of that, it's pretty much all we have for you today on this Monday. Let's hope all of our picks hit again, which would be incredible. And hopefully we can stay hot as we've continued on this track of 60% or higher over the last few weeks. So we're in a very, very good spot moving forward. Uh, But outside of that, that's all we have for you today. Thank you all for joining us on this Monday. And we look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow. Appreciate it.